back to the After Hours podcast with Mayor and Bella. I am Mayor. And I am Bella. Welcome back to episode five, guys. Let's get it. If you guys haven't listened to the previous episodes, go back and watch those. We have a couple features. Yeah. There's some good episodes. Good episodes. So you should go back and check those out. So, Bella, what's our topic for today? Well, today we've got quite a list of things to... Quite a list. (laughs) Guys, discuss. if we sound a little tired, it's because we just came back from our eight-hour spring class. Yeah. And I did not sleep all day, so yeah. um, just you know, g- give us some grace. It's been a busy day. Busy It'll be day. a busy week. Yeah, but, definitely. You know. But we're still gonna get you guys the episodes because we said we we're gonna be consistent, so we're being consistent. Yes. All right. So topics for today consist of self-fulfilling prophecies, which are pretty strong. Um, if you're not aware of it, you know, you can really dig yourself into your own grave. You can. Um, second topic, authentic self. We're going to be talking about power of words and the effect that words and trauma have on shaping who you are as a person. Um, we're going to talk about whether you are a product of, the, of what the world has told you you should be and your experiences, or if you're being truly your own authentic self. Yep. Um, and yeah, so let's dive into it. Yeah, let's dive into it. So, um, to really get into the topic, we gotta talk about evil eye mm-hmm. and just self fulfilling prophecy. So, basically, evil eye is basically when someone wishes bad on you, mm-hmm. and they like wish bad on your life. Like they can wish bad on anything in your life: your yeah. financial, your love, your happiness, like your health. Yeah, I think part of that is that they are evil-eyeing you because they envy you. Yeah, usually it's because like, they envy. There's something there that, you know, they want from you or they're upset about you having that... And it usually comes across as, like, a compliment that's not really... Like, not like, really. No, they do, because, like, I remember the... I think that might be... Like, there's a difference between being jealous and having No, because, like, my mom was telling me, like, sometimes people will be like, wow, you have really nice long hair... But it's really their nice intentions Like, are, you can hear it in their yeah. voice, but they're giving you a compliment, but you can hear that envy behind it. Oh, the intentions the are intentions off. The intentions are off. Yeah. But, like, it, but they'll say it like it's a compliment, but in reality, it's, like, envy. You know it's not. Yeah. yeah. And, like, we were basically talking about how sometimes I believe that evil act can just be a self-fulfilling prophecy, and mm-hmm. it works a lot of the times because we get so wrapped around the fact that someone's wishing bad on us that we dig our own grave and make yeah. it reality. Yeah. No, it's literally self-fulfilling because it's like you constantly saying, oh, someone's wishing bad on me. Yeah. Do you really know if someone's wishing bad on you? Do you know their true intentions? Or is it you projecting and perceiving things in a different light, which now you're creating the environment for which yeah. it can happen. Like, don't get me wrong, I know it does happen for real, mm-hmm. but I feel like... You gotta really I feel evaluate. like sometimes things can only have a certain amount of power over us if we allow it to have that power over us. Like, mm-hmm. if you're like, oh my gosh, like, somebody's wishing me bad or someone, like, hates on me and blah, blah, blah. now yeah. my life is going to shit, but it's like, is your life really going to shit or are you just focused on the negatives in your life exactly. because you know that someone wants your life to go to shit. Yeah. And it's kind of like how we were talking in the last episode with Mayor about how, like, um, she was saying she was a self, uh, what is it? People pleaser. Yeah. People pleaser. Like, oh, this person doesn't like me. And now she's kind of shifting herself and shifting her environment for that person to like her. And now that she thinks that person doesn't like her, she's going to notice everything that might point to that person not liking her. Exactly. Things that she would not have noticed before mm-hmm. having that thought in her head. Yeah. So we're very much like, be careful and be mindful of the things you allow yourself to think about, Your things thoughts. you allow yourself to believe. I think it's, yeah, it's really being mindful about what you're... Giving power to. What you're giving power to and what you're letting into your mind. You know what I mean? Like, I guess Tony Robbins says, stay at the door, stay guard at the door of your mind. Yeah. Because it's really things penetrating into your subconscious and things 
um, now that you're projecting that can really harm you, right? Yeah, because, like, I can't lie, there was, like, a moment, there's, there's been moments where I'm like, oh, my life is going to shit, mm -hmm. and my life, honestly, I don't believe my life was actually going to shit. I believe I started focusing on the negatives in my yeah. life that made me believe my life was going to shit. Mm -hmm. And once I, like, I was mindful enough where I was like, if I keep thinking about the negatives in my life, my life will seem negative. Yeah. But if I fo if I don't give those thoughts power and I just focus on the positives, my life will go in a more positive direction. Yeah. And now that I'm thinking more positive about a lot of things in my life, mm -hmm. I'm not I'm not in that mindset where I'm like, oh, life is going to shit, blah blah blah. Like things are going good. And it's like, is it because oh nobody's wishing bad? No, it's because I shifted my perspective and my mindset to believe that it's gonna have a positive outcome instead of negative. Yeah. And when you have a positive outcome, you start to look at the positives in your life. And what do positive thoughts attract? Pos positive other results. Pos yeah, positive results, positive, positive energy. Results. Yeah. The law of attraction, man. Negative oh. thoughts will attract negative well, energy. There's positive a whole lot of there's a lot of laws to the universe. Yeah. And the law of attraction is just one of them. Yeah. But Obviously, we're not going to go into that. No, that's for a different <laughs> We're not going to go into it's that. It's too deep for today. that. It's for today. Way too deep for just today. But um, I read a book. I feel like everyone should read this book. It's called The Four Agreements. Yeah. And it's by Don Miguel Ruiz. Yeah. And, like, honestly, I didn't know the author's name. Thank you, Bella. <laughs> yeah. But I read it, and it really opened my eyes to how uh, powerful our minds are in manifesting yeah. the things that are going in our life. And one of the agreements was... Um, the power in your words, the power in your tongue. Mm -hmm. And he was basically saying how um, our words contain magic, and when we use them for evil, it's basically black magic. And he was saying how when we use our the magic in our words for evil, replacing shackles and like replacing shackles basically mm -hmm. on people and on their minds, yeah. where they subconsciously start to believe what we say about them. Mm -hmm. And I like when I heard that I was like, "That's basically evil eye, man. Yeah. That is basically evil eye. Saying yeah. something negative to somebody and then having that on their subconscious, where they start to believe it, it and yeah. they start to live their life as it, as if it's true. Mm -hmm. Like um, he had this example where um, this girl, her mom, uh, she was singing one day, and her mom was like, oh, stop singing. It doesn't sound good. I have a headache. Mm -hmm. And subconsciously, she put that shock on she her daughter's head, even singer. though it was unintentional. Yeah. And her daughter, as she grew up, stopped never singing. sang. Yeah, she stopped singing. She never sang in front of people because when her mom said, stop singing, you sound bad, mm -hmm. that stuck in her head. That had yeah. a shackle in her head where now, as she's going through her life, she's like, mm -hmm. oh, I'm not going to sing in front of people. Yeah. My voice is bad, blah, blah. And the thing is, she probably doesn't even know where the root of it is. Yeah. She probably just was like, oh, I always had this insecurity. No. But, like, that part of one, that, yeah. part of that is that, yes, her mom did say those words, but those words manifested into feelings, you know? Yeah. Like, she felt some type of way about it, and then it created it, an insecurity it created, within and then it her. And it lived in her reality. And then it became her reality. And she decided, hey, you know what? I'm not a good singer. Even though she really could have been a good singer. Her mom was just having an off day. She was said, a good singer. Yeah, she really could have her been. Her mom was just having an off her day. Her mom was having an off day, and she said, hey, stop singing. I can't I can't listen to you today. And then she took that and ran with it for the rest of her life. Yep. Imagine. The rest of her life. Mama took her years to get through that. Yeah. Or it's like when you call somebody stupid. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, okay, whatever. It's not that deep. I called you stupid. Yeah. But the thing is, it's like the more, like in the book, he was saying the more that we use a word against somebody in evil, like in evil intentions. Yeah. So say I call somebody stupid. Bella wouldn't call somebody, this, that same person stupid. Somebody else wouldn't call them stupid. That's three layers of shackles you're putting on that person. They're and internalizing it's even harder it. for them to break through that. Yeah. And now, even if they don't, like, think they are, subconsciously, they're going to be living their life like that is true. Mm-hmm. They've truly internalized it. Like, yeah. And, and we don't even realize how easy yeah. it is to internalize what people say about us yeah. or what we think in our own minds. And it happens to all of us because... Nobody's immune. Nobody's immune. Nobody. Like, as we grow up, we're constantly told, do this, do that, be this person, be don't, that. Don't, don't act do like that. this. 
don't do that. Yeah, like, it just, all those narratives that are put into our mind at such a young age, we kind of mold ourselves to being the person that we think we should be based off of our environment and based off of the people surrounding us, but not truly who we feel the best person being. Yeah, who we, like, genuinely are, like, after reading that chapter in the book, like, there's other chapters that are really good, mm-hmm. but this one just fits the episode. But after yeah. reading that chapter, it made me really become very mindful mm-hmm. of the things that I say yeah. about other people and very mindful of how I take in what people say about me. Because yeah. now I know how much of an effect, even though I didn't think it had, mm-hmm. how much of an effect that what people said yeah. had on me. And how much of an effect what I said about people to them. Even though, like, it might be light to me. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, it's not that deep. It's you not that serious. You never know how it internalizes yeah, the other Yeah, but it's person. so easy for everyone to internalize things that were said to them without them even knowing. Yeah. And it's like, I don't want to be that person that used the power in my tongue mm-hmm. for bad intentions when I could have used it for good intentions, yeah. supporting intentions, encouraging intentions. Mm-hmm. So yeah. just be mindful think, of how you talk to people and what yeah. you say about people because it has a huge effect. Mm-hmm. I think I've like I've come to that conclusion at a really young age. Like I've kind of known that from a young age where it was like I understand that like you know the phrase sticks and stones may hurt my bones Bro, I was a sensitive ass kid, but it hurt. Yeah. I don't care what they said, it hurts. But words can never hurt me. Call me stupid. Is that the. Yeah. That's the. Sticks and souls may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. That never. It never made sense to me because it was like. Sticks and stones hurt, but. Deeper. Yeah. Like Like, the thing is. Words really cut deeper. A wound will heal. Yeah. But. (laughs) Them little pokes in your heart. Wow, like, imagine like when you were like a kid being called stupid as a kid you start to believe you were dumb yeah like being called annoying you start to believe you're annoying and then you want Mm -hmm. to like die down your personality being called loud now you want to be quiet being called quiet and oh you're so mousy you need to speak up now you feel like you always have to like speak up and it's like you don't realize the power of people's words. But once you realize the power of people's words, you know how to handle them better. Mm-hmm. And you become so much more mindful of how yeah. you use it against other people. I think one thing with being mindful about like people's words is just don't take things personally. Anyway. That was another, that's another chapter. Uh, yeah, that's another chapter. Never uh, take Don anything Miguel's personally. Book. But yeah, you should never really take things personal. Because people are always projecting their own feelings projecting. onto everybody else. Mm-hmm. And it's like... If you take things personally, you're only hurting yourself. Like, you don't really know Nobody else is the intentions unless they're obviously, like, bad intentions. But not taking it personally just protects you because it's like, oh, well, I don't care, you know? It's not anything that has to do with me. I know that you're projecting. I yeah. know that, you know, whatever you're doing right now isn't really who you are. You yeah. Know? And what in all saying? honesty, what could I do with what you said really? to benefit me, to oh, help no, me okay. be a better person? Yeah. Calling me stupid. I can't really do anything to not be stupid, you mm-hmm. know? Like, calling me... Like, there's so many things where it's like, why are you letting it hold so much power over you yeah. when there's nothing you can do to use that for your own benefit? Mm-hmm. If you can use it for your own benefit, like, if I was like, hey, Bella... A lot of people walk all over you. Yeah. You need to be able to step up and stand up for yourself. You need to be able mm-hmm. to say what you need to say. You need to be able to show people that they can't just say whatever about you. That, mm-hmm. you can take it and be like, you know what? Yeah. Mary, you're right. I do need to speak up for myself. Mm-hmm. That, you can, yeah, take it take it. You in. can take that as constructive criticism. Constructive criticism. Yeah. But if I said, Bella, you're stupid, what can you do? In your life, to be like, hmm, how do I better myself with this information? It's very vague. It's very vague. Saying you're stupid, like, okay. Stupid very in subjective. What way? It's very yeah. subjective because, like, stupid how? Exactly. Like, am I academically stupid? Am I socially mm-hmm. stupid? Like, emotionally stupid? Street like, stupid? Like, what? Make it make sense. You gotta elaborate. Exactly. Yeah. If you're gonna say something, Say it with good intentions. Yeah. And if it's something 
uh, it's constructive criticism, make sure it's strictly constructive criticism. Yeah. Not Bella, of, you're a bitch. You need to stand yeah. up for yourself. That's not helping her. It's not. And a lot of people just talk out their ass yeah. <laughs> all the time. And it's like... Or they just reflect what they're feeling inside onto you. Mm-hmm. It's like what they and say about just, cheaters. A cheater's always going to accuse somebody else of cheating. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> cheaters always accuse their yep. partners of cheating, like... Before, they don't even know if their partner has cheated, but... No, the thing is, most of the time, the partner didn't even cheat. But since they have that on their heart, they're just projecting it. Because they're like, if I did it, you probably did it too. Yeah, they're aware that they themselves are cheating. So they kind of feel guilty about that and think, oh, well, if I'm cheating, maybe my partner's cheating. When all in actuality... Or like, if someone's just angry in their heart... They're going to project that anger onto you, even yeah. if you didn't deserve it. It's because it's like, we as people, when we're going through something, when we're feeling a certain way, mm-hmm. we, I feel like, I'm not going to cap, I feel like we don't know how to handle it properly a lot of times. A lot of people that have been grown, matured, mm-hmm. um, healed, we yeah. don't know how to properly handle what we're like feeling. Yeah. So instead of healing it and working through it, we just project it straight onto the people around us. Yeah. And then the people around us are confused because they're like, I didn't do anything to them. Why are they so mad at me? Like, what did mm-hmm. they do? But it's all, in all honesty, they're mad at themselves or they're mad at yeah. something that's going on in their lives and they don't know how to handle it. Mm-hmm. So they're just pushing it out on everybody around them. Yeah. And it happens a lot. I can't yeah. lie, I've done it one or two times. Mm-hmm. Maybe three or four times. <laughs> three or four. I'm <laughs> dead. Four. Or no. something like that. But yeah, projection is because they don't really know how to deal with it themselves or within themselves. And when you're boiling and over with an emotion, you're yeah. gonna spew it out. And it, it, like, it doesn't even matter. It just comes. It comes out to the closest person around them. You know, the person who irritates them the quickest. Or it doesn't. If even they're feeling insecure within themselves, they're yeah. gonna make you feel insecure about you. Yeah. That's when you get the. Why do you think you're so nice? You don't even look good in that. Mm-hmm. Oh, you should have done this. Why did you do Back your hair like that? Like, well. It's very like, I'm not feeling good in myself. Yeah. So I'm going to make sure everybody around me is not getting feeling good in themselves too. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy. That's why I don't, I don't take things personally because there's, like, there's such a high chance it has nothing to do with you. Oh, yeah. Majority of the time, it has nothing to do with you. Yeah, no. Unless doesn't. they stated... Times you did something, yeah. Reasons backed it up with facts. 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 Then you gotta take it for what it is because yeah. that's that was targeted at you. <laughs> okay, that was targeted at you. They had facts. They had no. they had receipts. Now, they had you situations. Might have done something. No, you did. You might have done something. You did. Hey. Like me, and Bella. Um, this is kind of off topic. Me and Bella were saying um, when people say. This person's beefing me for no reason. Oh, no yeah. Because we're like, nobody's going to well, beef nobody for no reason. No there's one's the, there's the occasions. For there's no the rare reason. occasions where, like, it's really nothing. Yeah. But I'm like, mm. Like, someone can like, could not like you for no reason. Yeah, I believe someone like, not liking you for no reason. But someone actively, beefing? actively beefing you. There's a reason. Yeah. Even if it you're not in the wrong with the reason, yeah. there's a reason. So you can't say there's nothing. You didn't have to, you don't have to be in the wrong for them to beef you like you probably made them feel some type of way that makes them want to beef you right but you can't say no reason no reason yeah there's there's a backstory there's always a backstory. there's a backstory to it and there's two sides of the story as well you know there's three sides that person the other person's in the truth because you know everyone's gonna try and make themselves look a little bit better in the situation but also the only thing with the truth is that it's also very subjective. It is. Because. My truth could be different could, than your truth. Exactly. Your truth could be different than my truth, but at the same time, whose truth is it really? Like, what's the actual truth if they both experienced it a different way, but it's the same situation? They have different perspectives. And no one different else. feelings. No one else is seeing it from the. That's why when two people are beefing. From the middle. Allow them to handle it on their own. Yeah. Because they have every right to feel the way they feel. Mm-hmm. They have every right to see it the way they see it. Yeah. It's between them to come together yeah. and find the truth between each other. Mm-hmm. Because if you weren't there, you can't really say too exactly. much. Exactly. If you're not there and you didn't witness it, then 
There's you can't only take two truths sides. there. You can't take sides. Yeah. The only time you can take sides is when you know someone is dash in the wrong. Yeah. We're like, oh, so your friend, but it's your boyfriend at your house. There is no like, oh, where's the other <laughs> no. side of the truth? There is no like, and you caught no. them blacking. There's you know, no one person's wrong. Yeah. One person's definitely wrong. Or two people in that case. But when it comes to an argument, I'm like, y'all gotta deal with I. Uh, yeah. Because you guys both have every right to feel whatever feelings yeah. you have. And no one wants to negate those feelings that you feel, right? No so one it's wants like, to, yeah. Who's to say that you shouldn't feel the way you do? Exactly. Who's to say that? Yeah. Who's to say you that? You have to feel your feelings. <laughs> but like, what are the rest of the topics? Because I low-key forgot. Let me, let me, let me take a look. But yeah, we were just, basically it's just, you know, be careful what you say to other people because there's a lot of effects you can have on them. Be careful okay. of the thoughts you think, how you, um, what you allow yourself to give power to because mm-hmm. once you give power to something, it takes a hold on your life and it starts to become your reality, sadly. Mm-hmm. And yes. you, like that's why it's like never think too much about negative things. Never oh. overthink. Negativity will negativity. spiral you. It will spiral towards. you, and it will become your reality. The only thing you should be overthinking about, positive things. When it comes yeah. to positive things in my life, I will overthink it. I will, yeah. over, I will play it in my head a thousand times because what issues is that going to bring me? It's going to bring me more positivity to my it's life. It's not. Like, you're not going to lose anything by thinking positively. Nothing. Right? You're probably, if anything, gonna gain things. Exactly. Because now your energy is in a more positive yeah. space. You're you're in a happier space. And you always want to put yourself in a higher energy and a higher frequency because that's how you bring better things into your life, exactly. right? Like if you, you don't want to dim yourself gonna, down to a lower energy and then yeah. be like, why do I keep getting these low energy yeah. things? If you think you're gonna energy. be great, and if you feel it in your Believe bones, you know it. Believe then it. you will be great. Like there's nothing stopping you. Like, how do I phrase this? Like, basically, who's oh. going to tell you something's not going to happen when you believe it? Who's to tell me, you Who's to tell you your beliefs aren't going to happen? There was a tweet that I saw. Let me pull it up. Pull it was it up, actually, I hope I retweeted it. Or I, mm, I don't know if I retweeted it. I think I liked it. But basically, <laughs> this... She tweeted, there are no limitations on God, so why be realistic? He's made mountains. Why wouldn't he make your wildest dreams come true? Exactly. So there's literally no limits as to what you can do and what you can achieve. If God created the earth, God created us in his image, not to be super religious religious or anything, but like, why couldn't we reach our like, full potential? Even if we take it away from religious, like the religious perspective, mm-hmm. like... How many miracles happen on on this earth? Like yeah. how many surprising things happen? How many how many people believe in themselves and then their dreams come true? So yeah. why are you gonna limit yourself, limit your dreams mm-hmm. just because you want to be realistic? Fuck realistic. What is realistic? Literally, what ugh. is realistic? The thing with realism, it's like realism is just you limiting like, yourself to what you think you deserve. It's exactly. Like, and at what point do you step out of that box? Because realism is basically just a boundaries created. Exactly. To it's basically like it's that saying: "Shoot for the moon, and if you miss, you'll aim in the stars." So I can. Why not believe in myself? Believe in what I want to happen. Believe mm-hmm. in my dreams. And even if I don't achieve my dreams, yeah. I'll be up there. I'll be close up there. Instead of limiting myself to like what mm-hmm. fucking ozone layer. Exactly. And be like. Mm. That's my limit right here. That's no. my that's my top. That's the highest I can go. It's like why don't I just shoot higher? Shoot and even higher, if I don't higher. get there, I'm gonna get up gonna way fall. higher than I would have imagined if exactly. I was being realistic. No, me? One thing about me, I'm gonna be unrealistic. Oh, I'm unrealistic I'm as hell. Unrealistic. I have dreams of me just doing wild shit. Yeah. Like, I know damn well I'm being unrealistic because it's gonna be be, be my reality at one point. It is. And the thing is, how many things in your life did you say were unrealistic but and happened? And then they happened. Exactly. Like, how many things were you like, oh, my God. Oh, I don't know. It's very out there, and it happened. Like, mm-hmm. you saying it's very out there in a more negative light is basically you just saying, oh, I don't think I could reach that point. I don't think I can reach it. 
Me? I said anything. I'm going to be in a movie. I was, <laughs> I was a background, bro. That's still yeah, good. Exactly. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And I'm like, I'm not even going to think about the logistics and shit. You know what I mean? I don't care about the logistics. Honestly? Yo, I want to be on Forbes. If I touch that when I'm in my 80s, yeah. I made it still. Literally, as long as I see the vision in my head. Yo, as long as I can picture dreams, it. If I can picture it, yo. If I can picture it, I can't do it. Cause the thing I'm is, not. it says like it says you can't. Wait, I, I forgot what it was. Um, I think it's I forgot what it was. It was basically like, um, why would God show you something that could never happen? Exactly. And it's like when you dream of stuff, why are you dreaming of things? Why are those things com- coming up in your head if, they if they're happen. never gonna happen? If they're That's, never gonna happen, it's literally just creating misery for you. Like, because why are you dream having these dreams? Why are you having these thoughts? And, like, sorry to go back to the religious side. Why is God putting these thoughts into your head, yeah. these visions into your head, if these things are not going to happen? Like, why are you wasting my energy, my thoughts, my sleeping time? Like, you're going to make me want this for, just for me not to, not have, to it? have it? Ain't no way. Ain't no That's way. it goes back to self fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. If you believe bad shit's gonna happen, you're gonna make it happen. Yeah. If you believe good shit's gonna happen, trust me, you're gonna make it happen. Even if you don't realize you're making it happen, mm-hmm. you're, like you'll do and little things. You'll be like, oh, let me start. Like if you want to yeah. be in a movie, trust me, Honestly, you'll start as a background. Yeah. Then you'll go to one of the you know the featuring roles. Then you'll mm-hmm. go to like one of the side roles. Then finally you're a main star. Yeah. Honestly, I think. Visioning, what do they call it? Okay, I'm going to just say visioning and dreaming things could really be a way of manifesting. It because is. it's like, oh, you're putting yourself at the place where you see yourself. And it's only a matter of time before your reality catches up to your dreams. Before your reality catches up to the visions that you are having, you know? So, it's all a matter dream of time. big, babies. Dream, dream big. big. Aim for the moon if you miss it. You're going to land on the stars, bro. I'd rather land on the stars than stay on Earth. I was going to say... <laughs> what? I was going to say aim for... Aim for Venus. No, I was about to aim, for, oh, aim for the sun, bro. No. Aim for... Which one the farthest one? Pluto. I don't know about Pluto, though. I swear Pluto's at the end. Pluto's at the end, but like... Bro, if I don't just search this up right now... What is the what is What's the, the Hey Siri? What's the furthest planet from the from the Earth? <laughs> okay, I found this on the web. For what's the furthest planet? I was right, Pluto, bitch. No, but like, what's after Pluto? <laughs> or like, not the Milky Way? Like, where no. the? <laughs> I don't not know. After Pluto, as in like the planet after the planet before Pluto. The planet before Pluto. Why don't you yeah. just aim for Pluto? Yo, why I gotta pay Dude, to see the answer, bro? These niggas trying to get me to pay to see what, bro? If you don't just go away, <laughs> <laughs> furthest planet from Earth. That's where. So you if you aim. aim for Pluto, you'll fall in the planet before Pluto. There you go. Oh, that's know. what you're trying to say? Yeah. Actually, the furthest planet is Neptune. Pluto's not a planet. I think. Pluto's it's a dwarf. A it's a dwarf planet, apparently, or dwarf some. Honestly, I'm not. I'm not an astronomical person. What's that thing called? Astronomical. Astronomer. Astronomer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so bad. Yeah. Uh, you know, aim for Neptune. You're gonna. You're, you're gonna fall in. Uh, planet still. Planet still. Yep. The giants, you know, the titans. You don't land up there, man. Yep. And that's all you need to do. It really is. Fulfill your own prophecy. And create your own narrative. Believe it. Believe it, it will become your reality. Just as much as negative things can become your reality, positive Mm -hmm. things too. Like, you literally just... Well, it's harder to say. Like, it's easier to say than to do, right? Like, you want to create your own narrative. Everyone's basically writing their own story. Exactly. So how do you want your story to be written? Do you want to reach the end of your life and be like, oh, I should have done, done this. I should have believed in myself. I should have believed really in myself. I could have made that happen if I had really just tried. Mm-hmm. 
How do or I do you want to be the person I want to do 10 million life. different things and be like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Then leave a stone unturned. Later. At the end of your story, you're like, mm-hmm. A gen. I lived it as I should. Yep, a gen. <laughs> a gen tata, man. <laughs> okay. Wait. Next top. Well, I guess. Would you say that you're a product, a byproduct of what the world told you you should be? And your experiences, or are you truly being your authentic self? And that's such a, it's a very loaded question. Very loaded. Like, you can't just answer it easily. You can't answer it easily. No. Um, For me, I would say I'm definitely a byproduct of my life experiences. I feel like if I were, if I weren't to experience the things I did, and I was able to be my, or even if I did, and I was still Mm -hmm. able to be my true authentic self, I don't. But at the same time think I would be the same person. But I feel like I'm working towards being that person right now. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like, at what point do you know what your true authentic self is? Like, at what... It's a continuous journey. Before that, even. Before... Okay, we're 23 right now. Yeah. At what age did we just start giving a shit? You know what I mean? I feel like... Like, what age did we start internalizing? That age where that innocence started to fade. Yeah. That age where we started to learn about the real world, the age where we were introduced to the, the ugly and pretty of the world. I feel like that is when we were like, damn, shit's gonna change me, bro. But we didn't even realize it at that age. We didn't you realize know what I mean? it. Like, but I feel like we felt that change. Happened. We felt that change where you're like, life's not bub- bubble gum and raindrops anymore, <laughs> man. It's, it's not never sunny been. Days. It's never been. Because I kind of like, when you were a kid, it was like, oh my god, the sun's shining. Like, Popsicles you were in the morning. You are vibing, like, like, the smallest things made you oh, happy. Oh my gosh. Smelling the air on the Coming days of field trips. Coming home with grass stains like, on your knees when yeah. the lights came on. Like, hanging out with your friends, riding your bikes, having no care in the world. No care. And then something just switches in you. Yeah. And then it's like the whole weight of the world is All on your shoulders. All of a sudden, like, you're more aware of people's perceptions. You're just more aware you know? of your surroundings. It's like it's like you were like it was like you were in, you a, were in a bubble, bubble. for yeah. such a long time and then somebody finally came and popped it. And then you were just aware of everything. Mm-hmm. And then you were like, shit. This is not the world I've been living in. No. This is I mean not, we were living not. in a fairy world. Cause I remember when I was a kid, like this is when I started to like actually like understand life. Mm-hmm. And my dad told me his age. I, I, I think my dad was in his like thirty, like early thirties or something. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Yeah, man, this is my age." I forgot what age was, bro. But like, I was like probably eight or something. And no, I think like eight, nine, or ten. And he told me his age. And after I was like, "Oh my god, you're gonna die in like seven years. What? Dad, you're gonna die soon." Cause like. It's like, I don't know what it was, but it was like, I was just so open to the world, and that now I know about death, and now I know mm-hmm. about, like, all these bad things in life, and when he told me that, I was like, you're gonna die in this many years. Mm-hmm. Like, you have only these many years left, Dad. Like, aren't you scared? Like, blah, blah, blah. And my dad, like, yeah. had to, like, talk to me about, like, death, and, like, nobody knows what their time is. Like, yeah. just because, not every, <laughs> he really had to tell me, not everybody lives to 100 years. Because I was like, Dad, you have 73 years left to live. <laughs> for everyone you know like not everyone gets their bubble popped at the same age that's such a weird (laughs) guys not cherry pop bubble pop yeah (laughs) i didn't get my cherry popped at 10 bro no 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 i was saying that and i was like that sounds so weird but yeah not everyone gets. we can just say exposure to the world instead of bubble pop 
not, but it's, even at that point, like, people are exposed to so much trauma, or some people are exposed to so much trauma at such a young age, is yeah. that not exposure to the world, even though it they is. can't, like, it is, they can't, but I feel like, but I feel um, like, articulate what they're going through, I feel like, because I can't lie, um, when I was a kid, I went through really bad trauma, but I didn't realize mm-hmm. it was a bad thing until I got to that age where I was I started to realize there's good and bad. Yeah. There's it's not like you know it's not all good out here. Because mm-hmm. like it happened before that, but once I got to that age where I was like shit, there's good and bad in this world. Yeah. That wasn't a good thing. That was something bad that happened to me, mm-hmm. and then that's where I realized it. But I feel like it just takes people different time to like realize, because mm-hmm. you're not gonna expect a three year old to be like, hmm, well, something bad happened to me. <laughs> no, but like once that person hits like an older age, they'd be like, yeah, whatever what happened to me back then mm-hmm. was not a good thing. Even though they can't really express it or like categorize what it was because they're still so young, they that's when they started to understand that was not a good thing that happened to me. That was something mm-hmm. bad. Yeah, it takes takes people much longer to truly understand what happened to them and even longer to process it oh it takes forever to process yeah and like can't lie we love to throw things in our subconscious and just keep it locked yeah and like so the the crazy thing is like it can be locked in your subconscious for so long and you won't even think about it no you won't even be mindful you won't even be aware of it or somebody will say something mm-hmm. and it will just unlock it and you'll be like, oh yeah. my God, mm-hmm. I totally forgot that happened to yeah. me. Yeah, no, literally so much. That happens a lot. And like, I think um, they say that one of the, a coping mechanism, I guess, for trauma is it's forgetting. Yeah, it's forgetting it ever Forgetting happens. it ever happened. I had a lot of things that I completely forgot ever happened. Oh yeah, oh my gosh. Until... Somebody said something that just triggered yeah. me. Yeah, and I, and I like, think like, Ooh. I don't know if I blame my bad memory, or if it's, it's just it's not a bad memory. It's just your it's just your mind trying to protect you. No, but also I just really do have a bad memory. I don't be remembering what happened last year. Actually, that's I a reach. Like, I can't say last I year. Like as a kid, but like as, as a, a kid, young like kid, I only remember the good. I don't remember too much about my but I childhood. I feel like that was also a coping mechanism where I was like, let me yeah. forget the, let me lock away the bad. Yeah. And I'll, every time I think about that period of time in my life, all I yeah. remember is the good. Mm-hmm. So now, like, so then uh, when no. I think about it, I was like, it was such a great time. Until no. that, that, that word or that feeling or that whatever it was, unlocked that one memory and I was like, no, it was it's not. It's crazy. Cause <laughs> I'll talk to like childhood friends and they'll be like, oh, remember when we did this when we were younger? Remember when this happened? And I'm like, remember, huh, what? We did what? Sometimes I, don't I find it crazy how at all. And we don't have, like, complete consciousness until we hit a certain age. Mm. Like, no one remembers when they were one. Oh, no. No one remembers when they were two. Like, you hear those stories and you're like, that was me? No, we like, could not remember. Like, whenever my mom, I don't know if this is weird for me, like, weird for everybody else. Whenever my mom talks about me when I was a baby, it tweaks me in the head that I was actually her baby that she <laughs> gave birth to, breastfed, yeah. slept aside, took care of. I'm like, I was your baby. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if I'm just weird, but I always think about it and I'm like, Because now what? you're grown, right? Like, you have no recollection of you it, so no it's hard to put yourself your in that scenario. I know I was your five-year-old. I know yeah. I was your ten-year-old. But, but an actual you're baby. newborn. Yeah. This doesn't click in with me, bro. Like I know you're my mom, but just knowing that you're my mom that gave birth to me is yeah. just weird. Like no. you pushed me out. It just doesn't. I don't know. It just in my head, I'm like trying to like put the puzzle pieces together, and I'm like, mm-hmm. this is not fitting, bro. Like <laughs> it's not fitting because the pieces aren't there. The pieces. <laughs> I'm putting two imaginary pieces together yeah. like, why? It's not feeling right. It's not feeling right because there ain't no pieces there. Our memories just, our conscious was not unlocked at the at it that wasn't. point, right? But like, um, Bella, would you say you're living in your authentic self right now? Um, I'm trying. I mean, it's a process. It's not, not it's every day. It's a lifelong process. Yeah, not every day is like the best day. 
not every day I'm truly being authentic. I think um, it's tough. It's it is. tough. Like I, I don't. Like I don't know because I, like I have. Like I'm still trying to discover who I am truly, yeah. and like what I want out of this life. So, I don't. The thing that kind of confuses me is like, I feel like every day now that I'm older, and I'm actually healing through my traumas, healing through my problems, healing through words that have been said to me, things that were in my subconscious. Yeah. Now that I'm healing through it, now I'm feeling like I'm becoming the person I want to be. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm like, what truly is my authentic self? Exactly. Because I can't say it's where I feel comfortable because comfortable does not always mean right. Exactly. But I can't also say it's where I'm uncomfortable because like, I understand point, for change want, to like, happen, you have to be uncomfortable. Yeah. But to what extent? Like, you still want to live in your peace. Yes, you to know? what extent? So, like, when they, like if anybody has, like, the answer or, like, you want to <laughs> have, like, a discussion with us, come on yeah. and just feel free. Because I'm very much, like, I want to be my authentic self, mm-hmm. but what is my authentic exactly. self? Exactly. Is the it where I'm question. comfortable or is where, like, where I'm comfortable and where I'm, like, at peace? Or is it where I'm uncomfortable and I'm in a place of change and improvement? I think it's so it's tough. A very, I don't like, gray think area. it's like I don't think it's where you're uncomfortable. Like I wouldn't say you being your authentic self is where you're uncomfortable. I think uncomfortability um, is needed for change and change you know and like failure is needed to drive stuff. growth. But I don't think that that's a prerequisite. For At you the same being your authentic time, self. Like, if I'm my true authentic self, I'm s- still going to be going through growth and yeah, evolving. But so it's like, time, where am I supposed to be? Because I, I should be experiencing unco- like being uncomfortable. Or is it really just me being my authentic self is me accepting myself for who I, I am in the moment yeah. that I am instead of searching for who I thought I would have been? I think it's the acceptance of who you are at the moment and knowing that, you know, you are still growing and accepting all your flaws and insecurities as you come. Like, you already whole. I think you just cracked the code. Like, you're you're already a whole whole person. There's no missing pieces to you, right? And I think being your authentic self has to do with not living in shame and not, um, I guess, just not allowing external forces to change who you are. And I also feel like even though our experiences and our traumas, like, they shape us to be who we are, I feel like they were there for a reason. I feel like, I'm not going to say I'm happy they happened, but I'm saying I'm grateful for what I learned from them. Yeah. And I needed them to be the person I am right now. And if I am my authentic self now in the moment that I am and I'm yeah. accepting myself for who I am, then I have to accept the lessons and how the things I went through shaped me. Mm-hmm. So I, like, because I feel you like a lot of people are like, it. oh, like, I could have been my true self if these things didn't, like, change yeah. me. But I'm or like, I could have been at this place now if this didn't happen. And but I feel like, like even though shit, I don't want to say everything happens for a reason. But I, but I truly believe it. Like, I, I, I truly believe it. Like, I'm not saying anybody deserves the bad that happens in their life or the negative things or the traumas. Or it. It just I feel like we just, all the lessons we learned, we mm-hmm. needed to learn. Yeah. And I don't Should they be in the way that we learned them? No, no, no. Not necessarily. Even coincidences, as we were talking about. Yeah, in we class were talking earlier, about this in that class. Yeah. Like, the way I view coincidences, I don't think they're. I see them as a sign. I, I think, see them as a sign. I think they were meant to happen. Meant to, meant for me to see. Meant exactly. for me to experience. Yeah. Like just a little reminder, like, hey, this is where you should be. This is exactly where you should be. Yeah. Because yeah. the thing about, I'm like, it can't be a coincidence. Because it's like, how am I gonna think about this at night, and then when I wake up. I get like a little reminder, or I'm, or I'll be like, oh, I'm not gonna stress about this right now. It's not in my hands. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just gonna do the best I can. And then, mm-hmm. like the next day, it's like, or the next week, or the next month. You're blessed with something. I'm blessed with something that I like was asking for. Mm-hmm. 
And I'm like, that's just not like a, oh, it just happened. I'm like, no, no I, 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 there's forces working for you. you I know? believe there's forces working there's for forces me. Working I really do. And I feel like the more I accept it, mm-hmm. the more, the more they're gonna work for me. Yeah, I think you just gotta take things as they are. Exactly. Literally, just take things as they are. Don't try. Not what you want them to be. Don't try and change them into what. Not you want what them they could have be been. Or exactly, like, don't shift them outside of the parameters that they're in. Just take it as it is, and you'll go a long ways. You will. I mean, it, it, it depends. Okay, as I was saying, it depends on the situation, and it depends on what it is that you want. Because if you want to live a certain life, you can't just be like, oh, I'm going to take it as it is and just take what's given to me. No. Like, sometimes you actually have to go out of your way to achieve what you really want. I, I think it's like believe in yourself, believe in your dreams, and work but for it. in your present life, if there are things that you cannot control, yeah. accept them for what they are, mm-hmm. and then just take it from there. Yes. But like when it comes to long-term things, like future things, that don't take them for what they are. Like literally, like, like, don't settle. Don't settle. But when it comes to present-day things, like yeah. where you're like, okay, my money's not looking good right now. Mm-hmm. I can't do anything to change it. Accept it for what it is. Yeah. My love life is looking like ass. I can't change it right now. I'm accepted yeah. for what it is. My friendship is kind of rocky. Mm-hmm. I tried my best. There's nothing more I can do. I'm accepted accept for what it is. You it's can like, accept it in accept the, the moment. Accept the present thing. Like yeah. the present thing. Accept it in the moment, but work to change it for your future. Yeah. You know? If there's things you can't control and are out of your control, that's when you accept it for what it is and call it a day. I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. If you did all that you can in your control, why are you still stressing, baby girl? <laughs> Stress about shit you can't control. Mm-hmm. That's just gonna drive. You want to. No, I had I to talk to Bella to. about that. I was yeah. like, "Yo, stop stressing about things you can't control. But the also, more you hold on to them and stress about like them, that, you're not giving space for things to change." But also with that, even though I can't control in the present, like in that specific moment, in that specific day, I can control it in the days coming, in the yeah. future. You know what I mean? But I meant like. Since you can't control it in this day, yeah. don't let it ruin this day. Don't but let it ruin your energy for this day. Don't let it stress you out what we're talking for about, this day. But, like, even but you get what I mean. Even though you don't let it stress you out for this day, if you don't change it, it's going to stress you out tomorrow. No, but the thing is, and then like, the next day. If I can't do anything about it today. But if you if can I, do something. I can't. I cannot do anything about it today. Even if That's I got a job today, I would not have That's the money tomorrow. But you would have the money in two weeks. You know That's what, what I would. It like. But it's like, since I can't do anything about it right now. But it's the idea. I will try my best with what I can do, but I'm not going to stress myself into. Yeah, but once you got a job, you won't stress because, you know, exactly. the idea there is that you're going to get I know that, that I'm going to work gonna towards fixing this problem. Yeah. And since it's not going to be fixed today, why yeah. am I going to. Fuck up my mood, fuck up my energy, fuck up my day over yeah. something I know I'm gonna handle later. Like, why am I gonna sulk today, be sad, yeah. stress myself out when I can just enjoy my day because I know it's gonna get handled? Depends on the scenario. I know too. It's, it's gonna get handled. You gotta, yeah. You I gotta sent let out, it get handled. I, like, it saves about a job. I sent out my job application. Like, yeah. my job, I sent out my resumes, my job application. I did all that I could. Yeah. I can't, all I gotta do is wait now. So yeah. what reason am I sitting up at night stressing about something that I already done all I could for it, mm-hmm. I just gotta wait for it, let me just be happy in the moment and yeah. be like, you know what, I did what I could, it is what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> I'm gonna enjoy myself right now. And I'm Basically, I was just saying that if you did all you could, and all you can do now is be patient, don't let that ruin your day. Don't let that ruin your mood. Mm-hmm. Enjoy your day. Be in the moment. Be in the present. Because it's like I think you being stressed and you putting yourself down is not going to change the outcome of what's going to happen later. In those moments, you really got to give yourself some grace. Yeah. You know? Just And you don't want to on rely yourself. on outcomes to make you happy or to affect your mood. You yeah. want to be in a place where it's like, 
no matter how fucked like how fucked things are going yeah i'm still at peace with myself i still mm-hmm. know i did the best that i could and yeah. i'm gonna be happy with myself in the moment you don't want to be like when this happens i'm gonna be good i'm gonna yeah. be happy when that happens you gotta be good before it happens. you gotta be good before it happens because now you're just chasing that high mm-hmm. and when you chase a high you're running your whole life i mean you're gonna drop and then want the high again Yo, that, that's why I used to be the, the chasing the high. Now I'm like, yeah. you know what? I've been chasing the high for so long. I, I haven't even been living in the present. Yeah. I haven't even been happy in the present. So sometimes I'm like, hey, there's something I can't control right now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to still sit down and watch my favorite TV show and be happy about it. Yeah. I'm going to go get some my favorite food and just chill out. But I'm going to talk to my favorite people. I'm going to go hang mm-hmm. out with people. I'm Well, I'm going to sit by myself and be happy because I'm yeah. living life. I'm yeah. alive. My Very life true. could be ten Gotta times be more fucked, you know? Yeah, literally. And it's Gratitude is a great virtue. Yeah. You always got to be grateful for things. Exactly. You, know? you could be in a worse position. A lot worse. Yeah. A lot worse. You yeah. could be living in a cardboard box under a bridge. There's a lot worse you could do. There is. Or you could be dead. <laughs> what? I mean... Is that really the worst? Honestly, like, is it really the worst? <laughs> but, like, really the worst? but, like, still, it's, like, there's a lot worse. There's a lot worse, and I'm not trying yeah. to, like, what's that word? Um, Let's not degrade. I'm not trying to minimize, minimize your struggle, like, struggle, people's struggles mm-hmm. or their problems. But once you put yourself in a place of gratitude, in a place of abundance, Put yourself in a place of abundance instead of a lack mindset. Mm-hmm. That shifts everything. It shifts everything. Like, it actually does. Like, you're just always in a peaceful state because you're like, I can't control the things I can't control, and mm-hmm. I control the things I can't. And when I can't control something, I'm still at peace with myself mm-hmm. because I know things will work out in my favor. I'm not lacking yeah. anything. Well, abundance flows where energy goes. Exactly. So... If, and if you have that lack energy, it's gonna continue taking from you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So just be mindful. Yeah. But um, I think that's all we want to talk about today. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. Well, thank you for tuning in. Yeah, thank you for tuning in to the After Hours podcast with Mayor and Bella. I am Mayor. And I'm Bella. We'll catch you in the next episode. Yes, we hope you enjoyed, and you know, stay grateful, stay yeah. blessed out there.